our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I feel like my heart is jumping out of my chest. I don't know why. Um, because one of the reasons is that after the word that we have been hearing this this past uh, week and uh, into today, I believe we we cannot just jump to the Bible and try to say something without being led or without being inspired of the Lord because I don't want to say something that may stumble you or something that might offend you, but um, rather something that will be of edification to you. With that said, um, the prophet said in another place that sometimes other things just has to be said to just to offend other people. He said there are things that just has to be said just so that somebody may be offended and they be taken out. So I don't want to be guilty of that in other delays. I don't want to be that one man that will say something that will take you out. Amen. Uh, I believe that the Lord has been with us so much, saints. Um, the evidence of him being with us is his weight. And uh, that will actually be, it is actually to, 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 to hold us in a, 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 a position where we have to be responsible. Because remember, he said, to whom much is given, much shall be required. Therefore, the more we receive, the more will be required from us. Because we are not receiving this word just for fun. And uh, we are not just receiving it to add to our knowledge. We are receiving it that we may be able to, to, be, um, to, to produce the life of that word. So that means whatsoever that you have received, must test it, you must believe it, you must hold it dear um, as a source of life because it said, remember he said, my words are spirit and life, therefore um, his words has to live in us if we claim to have received his word. So saints, I am I, not going to waste much of your time, I'm just going to take just one nugget out of what has been uh, being preached throughout this week um, just a little nugget there because um, I remember um, there's something that I want to, to actually base my thought on this evening it is something that the prophet said and it has been bothering me a lot um, because I realized that there is such a fine line between these two things that I'm going to speak on there is just a fine line, and sometimes we don't even know um, whether we are out or we are in, because um, many of us claim that we believe the message, we, we claim that we are in the message. So um, when you look at what the message is, you actually realize that it is um, a person who says he has that message or is in that message. That person must be that message. Because nothing else must be seen but the message that you are in. Because, for example, if I'm in this house and you ask me where I am and I say I'm in this house, when you come to look for me, you come to the house to find me. So that's what the Lord is requiring this evening. He comes to 
his word and he has to find us because we claim to be in the word therefore when he comes to the word we must be in it so that he can find us there but many people when the lord comes looking for them in the word he can't find them but they have claimed to be in the word so which word are you in if the lord requires um you from the word and you are not there which word is it that you are in so saints i i i without any waste of time um i just want to call your attention to the reading of the holy script here i have with me the first book of samuel chapter 15 i said i am very nervous this evening <coughs> i have no idea I don't know why I can't even speak properly it's like I'm shaking a lot I don't know why the Lord help me um, it is the 15th chapter of the book of first Samuel um, if display maybe if he's able to I would appreciate that very much <clears throat> now um, we start from verse 18 the 15th chapter of the first book of the prophet Samuel. Sorry. Uh, pardon me, saints. Um, verse 18, it says, And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore then did, didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoils, the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord? Amen. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoils, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have, uh, should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto, thy, unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord uh, as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as sin, is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery because thou hast rejected the word of the lord he hath also rejected thee from being king mm. amen amen i know we 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 all can recall the the background to to this um, uh, portion of the scripture that we we just we just read now it was, um, it was Saul whom God sent him to destroy the Amalekites through the mouth of the prophet um, Samuel. And when he came back, he came uh, uh, 
rejoicing and happy that he has he has actually done uh, as the Lord required him to do. But now the account of the prophet Samuel uh, uh, is saying otherwise here. So saints, my 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 um, my title or a thought that I want to speak around is <clears throat> is um, obedience is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Now, there's something that the prophet says. I, I just want to maybe relax a bit, saints, and uh, Lord help me. Um, there's something that the prophet says, saints, and uh, this is the thing that I said. It stayed with me for a while. and it's been, uh, Just um, one of the things that I've been meditating upon. The prophet says, he says, don't come all this way and say, I believe all. He says, if you believe all, then obey. He says, if you believe all, then obey. Now, when we, in simpler terms, we can just say, uh, obedience is actually to, to, in simpler terms, to do as you are told. That is obedience. You do as you are told. No argument, no nothing. You just do as you are told. You, 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 you don't just um, hear what is being said or the instruction that you are given and then you leave it at that. But you do as you are told. So now you, that means this that has, has been told to you, you do exactly as it has been spoken to you. You don't add to it or you don't take from it. Amen. So, so I, I, I want you to, I want you to go with me to the story of, 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 of Moses. To the story of Moses during the time when he was, uh, um, I think the, the men of God spoke about it in the time of Exodus. Now, can you, can you imagine in that time when Moses was delivering this message to these people about the, the, the lamp and the, for them to apply the token. Now, everyone who heard, I believe there was a lot of people who heard what Moses was saying. And many of them knew, after he had said what he had said, they knew the, 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 what the instruction was saying. But the most important part was not just to hear what is said, but to obey it. Meaning, when you obey it, is when you do as you have heard. Now, many of us believe the way. That's what we claim. But now, the prophet told us that you, you can't just come all this way and say, I believe all. If you believe all, the proof that you believe all is to obey. So that means you did not just accumulate a lot of knowledge, but you have based your life and the direction that your life is going on what you believe. Meaning, you don't just speak, you don't just do, you don't just live your life, but you have a direct path that has been set out by what you believe, and that's the path that you follow. What has been told to you is what you do. You do not wave around. Meaning, as we say we are in the message, the message must be our guide. The message must be the path that we follow. 
our claim is we believe the message. You can't just say you believe it if you can't obey it. In order for, for the message to the proof that you believe this message is when you leave this message. That's how you are obeying it. Amen. Now, if a doctor would uh, make a diagnosis on you and say you are you are you have a problem of a certain thing, maybe you have a, a chest pains or flu or something, and then they make a prescription and give you some medication. Now they would tell you uh, take so many tablets this many times a day, and after this many days. After so much dosage of this same medication, this problem would go away. Now, when you take that medication, according to the quantity and the times that the doctor has prescribed to you, you are obeying the word of the doctor. Now, this doctor, when they tell you what to do, it is because there is a particular destination that you this medication, obedience to this instruction that they are giving you about this medication, there is a particular destination that you must get to. And they know that if you adhere to what they have told you, there is no way that you will not be healed. The destination that you and the doctor are looking forward to is the state where your problem is gone. So that means you depend on the word of the doctor to get your healing, to get to a point where your sickness is no more a problem. Now, if you do not obey or if you do not do what the doctor said, you cannot expect to have the same result. This means the word of the doctor is now a guidance and your life depends on this guide. Meaning, in order for you to live, you depend on what the doctor said. You know that when it's 12 o'clock, the doctor said I must take three tablets of this thing. And when 12 o'clock, if it's 12 o'clock on your clock, you know if I don't take this medication, I must just forget about the healing. So it is clear. You do as you are told or else you don't get what you are supposed to get or what you claim you are looking forward to. Many of us we claim the rapture, but the instruction to the rapture, we are not, we are ignorant of it. We choose to do otherwise. But the rapture is on our mouths. You don't just get to the rapture just because you claim to be in the message. There is obedience that is required, meaning there is a word that is given that we must follow thoroughly, meaning it has to be done to a last point. Even the weakest of us all, when you are instructed to do a certain thing, when you do that thing, it is as good as the one who claims to have all the gifts. The only thing you did was to obey what was said to you. Saul was, God did not ask him to go and be a hero. God did not ask him to go and be a big man, to go and be a man who can do charity and tell the people, after we have won the war, you can take whatever you want. Mm. God was expecting him to obey his word. Mm. God did not care about the spoils of that war. God knew that there will be spoils in there. There will be things that will be enticing to the people, mm. that people would rather choose these things and offer them to God because they are beautiful. They are nice things that you could offer to your God. 
But God delights not in the set of rents. God is expecting obedience on his word. You cannot disobey the word and think you can bring a sacrifice to God and God will accept you. God is expecting you to obey. Many people, we know that even in the Pentecostal, Pentecostal ranks, people, instead of obeying the word, they will choose to speak in tongues. When people are supposed to obey the word, they will prophesy. When people are, to, are supposed to obey the word, they will be busy throughout the day casting your demons and doing this and that. But they left the word of God unattended. God is requiring from us obedience, not what we can do for him. We can do so much. We can say so much, but God is looking for none of that. He's looking for his word to be obeyed so that what he requires can be done. Amen. Amen. There was so much good in the land of Amalek. There was so much good in, in the churches today. There is so much good from us and believers, believers that we think we can please God with. We choose <coughs> to do something for God and reject what he has done for us. God has spoken and what he has spoken is just waiting there for somebody to obey it so that God can accomplish what he purposed his way for. Amen. Amen. Now, take the situation in Egypt. These people were in Egypt and they were situated in Goshen. And Moses comes to them with a word and he says, Every man, Omar, every man that was to obey the word of this messenger, him and his house were going to be saved, meaning all of them will be saved from death. When the death angel comes, obedience to the instruction was going to save their lives. So it was a matter of life and death. That is what obedience, that's where obedience is situated. Obedience is situated right between life and death. And God said, through the mouth of the same prophet Moses, he said, I have put before thee life and death. I counsel thee to choose life. Mm. Amen. Now, after he has counseled us to choose life, he says, when he was in the world in flesh, he says, my words are spirit and life. So that means when you choose life is when you obey his words because only his words are life. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, everyone, it didn't matter whether he or she affiliated with Moses' congregation, whether he was in the same church or he was an Egyptian or he was what or what, just sending an obedience to that instruction was enough to save this person's life. It did not matter what background this person had. It did not matter what sin this person has done. It did not matter what things people knew about this person. Just obedience to this word of this prophet was enough to save the person's life. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now imagine the situation of Saul. He comes rejoicing. He comes so much pompous and happy that he did according to what the Lord has required from him. Now remember, God did not go to Saul and tell him, go and do this. He came to the prophet and told the prophet and God tell the king, I want him to go and do this and that. Now, because it was the prophet who God delivered the message through, it had to be the prophet who God 
will tell the news about the thing that he sent to do his will. Amen. 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 Now, when Samuel was looking at Saul from afar off, he saw a man who thought he was saved. He saw a man who thought he was in the sight of God. He saw a man who claimed to be in the message. He saw a man who knew so much codes. He saw a man who could cast out demons. But yet, there was disobedience taking over him. Amen. His disobedience was crying out so loud that the victory that he thought he had was so silent in the presence of this prophet. Amen. Amen. Now he was marveled when 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 Samuel tells him these things. How what what do you mean I didn't obey God? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I believe all. I believe all, but yet you obey nothing. What is the proof of your obedience? Where is the proof of your belief that you claim to be a message believer? Yet the prophet has spoken so, oh my God, where is the spirit of this message? The spirit of humility that was upon William Brennan must be seen in the congregants or in the congregants of message churches. But people claim to be message believers, but the spirit that we saw in the messenger is nowhere to be found. The Pentecostals claim to have Jesus. They call Jesus day in and day out. When you go and present the word to them, they reject the word because to them Jesus and the word are two different things. We in the message are doing the same thing. We can coach codes. We can point people to a certain message of a certain year. But the message is not in us. We are claiming it the same way the Pentecostals are claiming Jesus. What do we see? We see so many of us bringing so much sacrifices, but yet there is no obedience. Yet there is no obedience. What have you seen? William Branham backstab another minister. It is only in the message where you see that. Where have you seen him do that? This message was brought to us in love, sincerity, and obedience. This man of God was so obedient, he was so sincere, he was so full of love until a raging bull could not do him harm because of the love that he saw in him. If a bull, a wild animal that is not even tamed can recognize the word in a man, what about us who are human beings predestinated to have eternal life? Amen. Where is your obedience if you claim to believe? Any man can say it. Any man can claim it. Imagine in Goshen, when an Israelite's firstborn was dead, but an Egyptian, his firstborn was alive because of the obedience that he had to the word of the God that he doesn't even recognize. An Egyptian would benefit from the benefits that was destined to be of an Israelite just because of disobedience. 
You want me to explain it. You want me to give you the full details of it. Because when I'm speaking, you are just looking at the man. You are not looking at God who's sovereign, who owes no man, no explanation. Saints, let me tell you this. When the prophet said, believe, do not, oh my, do not look for understanding. He didn't just say, we must just take everything. He was saying, when it is God who's saying it, your word and your understanding does not need to touch it. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. 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 Because the word of God, even tonight, is the only word that can stand. You <coughs> not have to say it twice for it to be true. Amen. Amen. But a believers, a message has to be preached ten times from ten different angles just to try and get you to obey. Mm. Amen. The day you recognize, I'm not, oh my, I'm not attacking anybody. I have nothing against anyone. But what I'm saying to you, that people have gotten so much used to the message of the hour, just because they have the table on their phone, they can go and search a certain message and listen to it. Let me tell you this, when it is there on your phone, it is still lying dormant. There is no life in it yet. Mm. Yeah. The same prophet said, there has to come up giants in the last days that will make sense to this message. You cannot obey it until it makes sense. Not to your flesh, but until your soul can be acquainted to it. We have to make it make sense so that your soul can be familiar with it. Not your mind to understand it, but for your faith and your soul to be one with it. Amen. 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 We serve a God that owes no man any explanation. But I, I tell you, there is a, oh my. When Jesus, when they asked him, why to them do you speak in parables? Why do you speak in a way that they would not understand? He answered them and says, it is because unto them it is not given. There is no worth. There is no point in me explaining it to them. But unto you it is given. Because the more I dwell in the way, the more it is opened to you. Because we have a gift of obedience in you. When it's God speaking, you are going to punch it with amen. Not from your lips and your mouth, but from your heart. There is a man in Inside a man that is waiting for the word to be uttered so that he can get to his element. Amen. 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 He says, Matthew chapter 7, verse 26, he said, Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, oh my God. Let me start, start it a bit back. Let me start it from 24 or 23. Okay, let me go to 26. He said, Wherefore, by their fruit ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith, Lord, that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, hmm. many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Oh my God. Oh my Lord. There is so much that people are doing. Yeah. There is so much sacrifice that somebody will choose to leave the preaching of the way to go and cast out demons. Somebody will stop the preaching of the way just to speak in tongues. Somebody will choose to opt for a fantastic to happen just so that they can say the church was powerful. Yeah. 
Just obey that word. Let me ask you, like the prophet asked you, are you satisfied with the word in your mouth? Say you are completely satisfied. Where is your obedience to it? Amen. When was the last time you actually, truly, and honestly put your brother first? When did you choose? When was the last time you chose that? God, let my brother leave. I would rather die. Let me have my life instead. I tell you, that's what has to happen. When you pray for your brother, when he is sick, when he's going through difficult, say, God, let him have mine. Amen. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? You see? Sacrifices. They did it to be seen and to be recorded. But yet the Lord was not looking for that. Obedience was what was preeminent. Hallelujah. And in thy name, cast out devils. And I tell you, devils did go out. In thy name, done many wonderful works. Many, my God, my God. Many wonderful works. Until churches are in chaos. Until there is so much that is happening, people claiming to be moved by the Holy Spirit, there is so much chaos. There is not, another one is speaking in tongues here, another one is prophesying there, another one is doing this, the other one is being delivered of a demon, the other one is doing that and that and that. I have never seen that in Jesus' ministry. I only saw it when the sons of Sceva were trying to cast out a devil and it beat them. In the ministry of the disciples, I only saw order. Amen. Let me tell you this. With a brother could call an altar call, a prayer line, but because he was sincere and governed by the way, he had to give people prayer cards because he had to keep the order. Yes, sir. Everybody wanted to be prayed for. Yes, he knew that people will flock to the front and they will not even be ordered. Until he had to give people prayer cards so that your, your number has to be called. Other times, he would even tell them to lay, lay your hand on the brother next to you and pray for them. And I tell you that he would be the people. Amen. The, the saints. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. And I am telling you. Listen to what, to what uh, Apostle Paul said. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. How would they follow him? Are they going to walk behind him? Are they going to do as he does? No, sir. They obey his teaching. Amen. Because what he was teaching was Christ. And not from Peter, not from John, not from James, but from Paul. Oh my, oh my, oh my. My God, even Peter had acknowledged that Paul is not just any apostle. Yes, sir. There's a class. 
man is given to deliver to the people. That we did not get. It doesn't make him greater. But there is a reason why God chose him, not from among our company, but from outside, because this man had to know Jesus with seven horses and seven eyes. Yes. <laughs> 
is going to be opened in this tool in our time. Listen, Paul said, we preach in part. We prophesy in part. We sing in part. But when that which is perfect is come, oh my, all that is in part will be done away with. Let me tell you this. All that was in part has to be done away with. Now when the time has come. It's the time now for us to perfect the foundation that Paul has laid. Because the message of our age has perfected the message of Paul. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. That is why every time when you read Paul, read what William Branham's account is on what Paul preached. The character of that first church age has to be confirmed by the seven. We are to confirm those believers. Now in our time, now take yourself for instance. Just check your obedience to the weight. And go take one of the believers in that church age. And see their sincerity when it comes to the matters of God. Those people took the word of God and put it in front of them. It was a literal lamp to their feet and a light unto their heart. They did not have anywhere else to go to follow where the light is shining. Hallelujah. Let me tell you things. It does not matter how much of light you have. But I tell you, a firefly can be seen in pitch black darkness just because of that little light that it has. Just let that little light of your shine. It does not have to be big. It just has to shine. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. When you are looking at another brother and say he has a big light, now I'm going to put my light at the back because it is not as important as that brother. It is because you want to bring light to light. That is your problem. A light only matters when there is no light. A light only counts when you are in darkness. The darkness does not particularly affect you, but you are in the midst of it. Now, that's when you should let your light shine. Where you work, where there is no anybody who has seen a literally with their eyes a child of God, that's where your light must shine. Every one of us, you are given a ministry of your own to cut out. You are given a portion in this big body to carve out. Your responsibility is to obey the word given in your time to the letter. So that where no eyes can see you, you know that the word has eyes to watch you. Amen. Amen. Now, you and me, as we have come to the time of an age that is full of explanations, full of educated minds, where the prophet even said they explain everything away. When a revelation is given, somebody wants to explain it. If you do try to explain it, you are taking God out of it. Because revelation is the word coming directly from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. It is not to be uttered more by a man. Mm-hmm. The more you try to explain revelation, the more you are trying to make it make sense to the flesh. An educated mind requires explanation, but a spiritual mind requires revelation. Mm-hmm. Now, we are not to be explained to. 
we are just given a word to obey. And when you obey that word, you recognize the voice behind the voice. So that means the voice of the preacher preaching to you is not what you are listening to, but you are obeying the spirit that is uttering the word of eternal life to you. Amen. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Saint, let me tell you this. I just want you, I want you to pay attention to this. Your eyes, keep your eyes on Ephesus. That's where we will see, literally, the blueprint. In the message, respect. Paragraph 71, listen to what the prophet said. He says, but I want to bring another thing into, into your remembrance. If God sent the messenger and vindicated by the signs, and he was the messenger sent from God, then it's up to them to obey that messenger. Hallelujah. Exactly. They must obey the messenger and have respect to have that messenger. Amen. Amen. All right. Let me let me show you. <clears throat> let me show you why it is important to watch Ephesus. In the message, uh, it is actually the resume of the church ages. Um, I don't have a particular paragraph saints. You know how the resume is written. It does not go with uh, uh, paragraphs actually. But I believe we are familiar with it. Because the resume is actually everything. Uh, if you take the word resume, it means exactly what the CV means. It is when all the experiences, the references, the all what the Holy Spirit did in all the church ages, accomplished, and then God leaves the seventh church age, and he brings the resume to the seventh church age so that they can have a reference of all the re all the rest of our, of the of the ages. Amen. Amen. He says, then, then must come upon the scene in this age those who will bring the wheat and the tares to maturity. The tares are already maturing very fast under corrupt teachers. We tend the people from the weight. But the wheat also must mature. And oh my, all right. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I have to say, it, say this properly. The wheat also must mature. And to her, this is how the prophet refers to the wheat now. And to her, God is sending the prophet messenger with the vindicated ministry that he might be accepted by the elect. Amen. They will hear him as the first church age heard Paul and she will mature in the word until the Becoming a word bride, mighty, my, and uh, uh, the word bride, the mighty works will be found in her that always attended upon the pure word and faith. Do you hear the mighty works? Do you hear where the mighty works are? The criteria at which the mighty works are to be seen is through the word and faith. Not through performance and entertainment. Not through feelings and emotions. Because all of us can feel. 
All of us can be emotional. But when we trace where your emotion comes from, it does not come from the same place where my emotion comes from. But when the criteria at which the works are operating or at which the emotions are seen, when the criteria is the weight, all the reference and the, oh my God. And the, 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 the criteria, the basis will be the same because the word is the one that is propelling everyone to do that. Amen. It is the prophet who said that. He said, oh my God. Say, just listen to this attentively. I want you to catch the last part of this. I want you to catch the last part of this because it seems like we, we, we want to run after the mighty works. But the prophet said, the mighty works will be found in her that always attendant Upon the way, the pure, not just the way, the pure word and faith. So that means if it is not released by the way, I don't want it. Amen. Amen. Because remember, remember, we are told that in this age, the spirit will be so parallel, they will be so localized. Until you can't tell them apart. Until you can't tell them apart because they look so much alike. Amen. 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 Now, you, you have to, to, oh my God, oh my, oh my, oh my. You have to be aware that the word says, if it were possible, it would deceive even the very elect. This is how dangerous it is. This is how dangerous it is. If you just believed and not obeyed. Now, how did the people of Paul believe Paul? How did they do it? Let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter 2. We want to see, because the prophet says, we in this last church age are to believe the messenger of our time, the same way the people of Paul believed him. Chapter 2, verse 1. And unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven candle, uh, golden candlesticks, I know their works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them, listen now, hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and has found them liars. These people were trying preachers by the way. It is how they found Paul, that he is a true messenger. The criteria which they tested, it was the way. And they found that all these others are liars. People obeyed Paul. When Paul told them that others would come and say, Paul said, he said, if there be a, an angel or any creature coming from heaven or anywhere preaching another gospel which we didn't preach, let it be an alphabet. He said, others will creep in and take you and take you out of the way. Try them by the way. Now the account of the Holy Spirit, when he is speaking to John, telling him 
was Gideon named Paul. Because now the Holy Spirit said, I am pleased with this one thing that they did. They tried them who claimed to be apostles. And this is what Paul said they must do. They must try them with the way. If they do not, if whatever inspiration they bring or whatever fantastic message they bring does not tally with the scripture. From, from Genesis to Revelation, they must fall. Oh my God. It cannot be the spirit of Christ preaching it. When it is the spirit of Christ, you can see it yesterday. That is Genesis. Hallelujah. Today and forever. Amen. Amen. It must start from Genesis. It must be presently true. It must still, oh my God, it must always carry with all scripture. Oh my God. This is what the prophet, oh my, oh my, oh my. Listen, the message of every age, it is custom made for, for that age. Because there are characteristics in that age that another age will not have. So now, you have to obey the message of your age. Because your challenges in your age can only be catered for by the prophet that is released in that age to give you the solution to your challenge. Amen. Now, the escape that they needed in Ephesus, funny enough, is the same escape we need in the church age that we are in. That is why the messenger that was sent in Ephesus had to be a prophet. The messenger that is sent now is a prophet too. Amen. Because there are challenges that were not in the second church age. The third, the fourth, and the fifth, and the sixth. But they were only found in the first church age and the last church age. Amen. Just look at how many teachers and how many preachers keep that man of God that are claiming to be with Christ were found in the days of Paul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you compare that age with this age. Yeah. Right now, there is even more preachers than it was then. Oh, hallelujah. Throughout the ages, there has never been more preachers Come on, yeah. than our age now. So what will it take for us to know which one is true and which one is false? Yes, Are we going to judge them by how they were? Are we going to judge them from what church they come from? There is a criteria given. And the same criteria we are given is the same criteria that they were given in the first church age. Amen. It is the word only. It is not the face of a man. It is not the spirit of the ox anymore. Saints, let me tell you this. In this age, we do not need the face of a man. In this age, we do not need the, the, the anointing of an ox. Amen. In this age, we do not need the anointing of a lion. But we need an anointing that can surpass all three. Yes, but yet still, the three can be found in it. Amen. Amen. That anointing of a flying eagle is the word of God, a discerner. Amen. A separator between truth and a lie. Yes, oh my, who is the judge? The judge is God because he is the one who can tell who lies between you and my enemy. Between you and the enemy, only God can tell who is true and who is a lie. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my. 
recognize that when they were given the anointing of the, 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 of the lion, it was because in that age they could not compromise. They had to be on the way. They had to be sincere. When a believer does not pay tithes, he will die in the presence of the Holy Spirit. It was because of the anointing that was released in that time. Yeah. An anointing that seems to be cruel, but yet it is divine love. Amen. That does not compromise Amen. with anything that has another figure, oh. not of Jesus. Oh. That does not compromise with any other image except the image of Christ. Hallelujah. It was that anointing. And when we move on with the ages, we see that what they have kept in the age of Ephesus, it was gradually fading because of the darkness that was coming in force, killing the believers, destroying everything that Paul has built. Now, God took advantage of the situation of death that believers would have to die for their faith. Amen. We realize that even Polycarp, when the people who were to kill him came to his house, when they were supposed to kill him, he even prepared a feast, a meal for them. Yes, and say, have a feast while I go, go pray for an hour. While he was praying, he prayed so hard to the Lord, not to deliver him from death, but he prayed for these souls that were so lost that they would want to kill the weight. And these people, while they were waiting for him to finish praying so that they can kill him, they repented. In this time, when people were being killed for the gospel, he had that spirit of sacrifice in there. It was no longer, Jesus had died for them. Now it was their turn. To die for the way. Lay it all on the line for the word of God. Yes, now you realize that as it moved on to the face of the man, it is where all the material was stolen and taken by, 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 by uh, Rome. And now because they kept all the writings there, they could alter anything they want to suit everything they have data and push it to the people. Yeah. And now because it was kept within Roman Catholic, the face of a man anointing had to come down. Amen. A man had to just sit down and say, no man, this is not the body of Jesus Christ. Okay. This is a man-made thing. Amen. We cannot rest our lives upon this. Amen. Saints, I tell you, it was everything that came from Paul. Amen. When they said they just shall live by faith in that time. It was what Paul preached. They had a portion of it. Yes, but now all these things that the Lord told us about through the message of the church age that we are living in had come all into plain view in our time. Amen. So that we know the history where this gospel comes from. Amen. And now you can bank your life on it yes, and obey everything that you believe. Yeah. Listen, you don't just believe, but you obey everything that you believe. And you will know that you will not fall for any spirit. But Jesus said, test every spirit. How do you test it? It must tie with the weight. 
the spirit. It does not matter if it heals cancer. It does not matter if it heals the lame. It does not matter any evidence, what evidence it will bring. If it does not go with the weight, then you take the weight. Even William Branham told us that whatever I say to you, if you don't see it in the scripture, take the scripture and leave what I say. This man was so sincere to the way that he would choose that we would rather obey the word than to obey the words of a man. Yes, if William Branham could say we should obey the word than to obey him, who am I now to try to make you obey my explanation? Who am I to make people to obey me while I did not save anybody? Paul said, others of you said I am of Paul. Others say I am of Apollos. Others say I'm of Jephthah. He said, oh my God, oh my God. He said, who is Paul? Did Paul die for you? Who is Apollos? Did he die for you? Who is Caiaphas? Did he die for you? There is only one man who died for you. And you can only say, I am of that man because his life is the only one that was, oh my share brought for us. Hallelujah. Obey the weight. Don't come all this way and say, I believe all. If you believe all, then obey. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. It is nice to be recognized under the umbrella of the message. It is nice to be known to follow a certain pastor who is known to preach William Branham well. But where is your obedience? When you obey something, that something becomes the directive at which your life is governed. Yes, Amen. Yes, I made an example of a doctor. That you know you want to be well. In order for you to be well, it's for you to listen to this sinner's account on your health. A sinner has a say on your health. Now, when God speaks... We say we believe what he says, but yet we don't obey. When you obey, saints, oh my, I, I, I don't have the, the proper vocabulary to actually reiterate this thing well. I hope God will expound it further than I could. Because many of us are under this umbrella, and I am telling you it is a great responsibility for you to be in the message. I tell you, there is a great responsibility for you to be found under the message of William Brand. Oh. Because it is not just anybody who can come and believe this. Imagine how hard it was, sister, for you to lose your, 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 your trousers, your tight clothes and all of these things. Things that, you, you, that could maybe label you beautiful. But when you obeyed the message, all of those things without being told. Let me tell you this. When I came to the message, I had long hair. Me. No man had to tell me to cut my hair. But obedience to that word had to give me. There was a voice that had to tell me how I'm supposed to look. Amen. Amen. Your attire as a believer is given through obedience to the word. Now, it is, I'm, I'm just wondering, what would the pastors in the message will do? What they will do when every time, when there is a sister who's not wearing properly enters the church, they throw towels on them. What will they do when a sister comes, Ali Chisko? Are they going to give her a wig 
What are they going to do? Because now, when that person comes with trousers and short skirts, they give them a towel. I can only just go for a better. What about them? Chota mochu. Chota mochu. Chota mochu. When you give the word a chance to be obeyed, you will see the result cannot be stopped by anything. Amen. There is many sisters in our church. When they came here, maybe they had a problem to grow their hair long. That is why they, they resorted to having their hair shaved. But obedience to the weight helped them to have a wisdom to have their hair grow. Yes, now there is no sister who can say I have a hair growth problem mm -hmm. because the weight, obedience to the weight without being told what to do. The voice of the spirit gave the sister wisdom how to grow their hair. Yes, now they no longer have that problem. Yes, Amen. 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 It is obedience to the way. Because obedience is greater than sacrifice. Because when you obey, God takes accountability of what you have obeyed that came from him. Now God is obligated to do as he said. Amen. Now, because you, Omar, when you obey, you take your next step of life and put it on the hands of God. Amen. And say, God, I have done my part. What is your Elijah? This is what this lady said. And teach my mom. The prophet said, we, 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 we can call her Auntie Jemima. This woman obeyed. After she did her part, she said, God, where is your Elijah? She could boldly call God to account. Yes, sir. When you obey, you can boldly call God to account. Because you know that when if I die, in the next minute, God is responsible for my next destination. Yes, because I died believing all that he has said. And I proved that I believe all by obeying what the Spirit said. Now in the time that we are living in, every time when the apostolic function comes to bring rebuke and correct error, all the ministers who have opened their own camp Within the message of William Brennan, they get offended and attack back. Why? These people cannot even recognize the function of the Holy Spirit. They attack until they attack the law when he's trying to give them life. You see, when a man has, oh my God, oh my, oh my, say, I just wonder, I just wonder if people in the message recognize what they have done to this message. They have made it. They have, oh my, it, it, it is now, it, it, has, it, it has amounted to us as little as the Pentecostal movement. Because the message of the hour, the name of all, the name of William Brennan is on our mouths. The same way the name of Abraham and Moses was on the mouths of the Pharisees. Yeah. Yes, sir. The name of, the, of, of Moses and the father and Abraham was on their mouths. But when they were supposed to believe and prove it by obedience, what Moses preached, 
encouraged because obedience to what Moses preached was going to reveal to them the Messiah. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the name of William Branham is on our mouths, all of us. We can say William Branham and feel like we are in the message. How are you in the message? When God speaks through the same message, you are found wanting. William Brennan gave us a warning. He said, nothing will enter there except divine love. You see it with divine love in the message. There is so much animosity. There is so much enmity between people who are supposed to be brothers. When the message, the breaking of the seals, has revealed to us who is actually our enemy. It showed us Satan. When people were thinking that when your brother does bad to you, that's your enemy. William Brennan, through obedience of the way, released in that time, through his mouth, oh, he didn't just speak it, he obeyed what he was saying because he knew who was saying it through him. When God revealed that the enemy here is actually Satan, then he told us that you would now boldly lead your Christian life because you know that there is no way that your brother can be your enemy. Yes, sir. People who are esteemed high, who we think should be mature in the way, they still display childish behavior. People who we thought should now be dealing with algebra, now they can't even pass ABC. Amen. People have labels and labels and labels. Even sinners do not behave as people in the message. The reason why there is so much split in our midst, it is because of this spirit. A spirit of rebellion. Oh my God. Let me tell you what Samuel says. Let me show you what Samuel says. Just pay attention. Do want this? Oh, I love prophets. I love them prophets. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to what to, to what Samuel says about, about rebellion. This is the same spirit of Christ that was in him. That is why we have to believe all that the prophet said. All the prophet has spoken. He says, verse 23, the same chapter that we read at 15 of Samuel, chapter, chapter 1 Samuel. For, he said, Samuel said, the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fate of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Amen. And stubbornness is as iniquity and, uh, and idolatry. My God, my God, my God. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Remember what Jesus said. I never knew you. Ye workers of iniquity. What did these people do? Rebellion on the way 
spoken to them. Instead of obeying, they chose to sacrifice. What does these women preachers do in our time? They bring sacrifice. What they can do with their so-called gifts is sacrifice instead of what? Obeying. The word of the Lord said, women should not preach or usurp authority upon a man. They must sit down if they want to learn anything as their husbands at home. Yes, what do they do? They bring a sacrifice. They would rather preach the Jesus whom they did not obey. The Jesus whom they could not hear. They can't hearken, but they bring the fat of rams. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. Their stubbornness is equated to iniquity and idolatry. They have another God. They are ruled and governed by another God. And that God is the God of this evil age. That is bringing so much wisdom to these people who are seeking for wisdom. Seeking for another level. But they reject the level that God has raised. The standard which is the way. Obedience is still required even today. Your obedience is what will determine whether the rapture is your portion or not. Because your obedience to the word revealed entitles you to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has your healing in it. The Holy Spirit has your breakthrough in it. The Holy Spirit has even rapture in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You are only required to do one thing. A man that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a man who built his house upon a rock. Something that cannot be shaken or tossed about. Something that shall remain after everything has fallen. The rock of ages. Amen. You understand that every age that cometh is established upon this rock. Upon this rock I shall build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. They will bring their sacrifices. They will bring every gate will come. But it shall not prevail against this rock. What? Because God had to bring a standard that will be required for, from all the believers of all the ages. Obeying the message of your time. Which is the voice of the spirit that has your deliverance and your, your, your redemption. The blotting out of your sins is upon your obedience. Your sins are not blotted out if you don't obey. Because you are guilty of the sin of witchcraft, iniquity, and idolatry. Much is required, say, from us in this time. Because we have to bring Jesus in full. This Jesus that, that, that John the Revelator saw and John the Baptist saw behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. Whom these people saw. Whom Paul preached. Whom all the messengers preached and was revealed by the seventh message Amen. is the one that has to be formed in you and me. Hallelujah. This is the 
child that has to be born. And he can't be born if the word is not full in you. This is the time where all things are to be restored. Where they restored within the bride. Meaning the, the voice that we need to obey does not speak from the outside into the bride, yes, but is speaking from within Amen. the bride. Amen. That's what the third pool is. Yes, when the word is no longer speaking to you, but is speaking from you. Yes, Amen. That word that created the heavens and the earth, there is, is required in this time that it should not speak from the heavens anymore. It should not speak from Jerusalem anymore. Speak from Jeffersonville anymore. Speak from JJTJC anymore. Speak from a certain preacher anymore. But it should be the voice that is within the bride. What is it that is within the bride? Apostles, teachers, pastors, evangelists, and prophets. That is the ministry of the bride. That's what the prophet said. So, the voice that is to be obeyed is circulating around the same bride. It is not coming from the outside because it is not meant for the outside. It is what will make the bride peculiar. That they they believe outside, but there is something something we see when we compare the belief or the faith of the bride and the faith of the church. Because what the bride believes is what she sees. Yes, because she don't just believe, she obeys. The steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Yes, Who is the Lord? Oh. The word. Hallelujah. The Lord is the word. So the bride is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. The, the scripture says, oh my, oh my. Let us rejoice and be glad. Oh my. <laughs> For the marriage of the Lamb has come. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed with fine linen. Fine linen, clean and white, which is the righteousness of the saints. The steps of the righteous man is ordered by the Lord. Who is the Lord? It is, oh my God, oh my God. It is the one, the voice, the voice of the Spirit that is echoing and echoing and echoing within the bridegroom. And when they touch it, they are the ones who should lay it there. And all men will see that this was the word of God. This was truly the word of God. The people that we have been, that have been walking around us, but we did not recognize when they crucified him, after they saw the word come into fulfillment, they said truly, truly, he was the word of God. When they see the sons of God manifested, they will say truly, truly, they were the bride of Jesus Christ. But I tell you, when that time comes, when the dead boom shall come into full display, we know that the prophets say it is for the bride and the church and for the total loss. Why is it for the church? It is because that it will bring a separation to those who just believe and those who believe and obey all things. Why is it for the total loss? Because when they see it, they will know that their destination is already sealed. There is no more. There is no more grace that can pull them in because the grace is within the gates and within the camp of the bride. 
Because the bride is the one that must go with the word of the spirit and bring the last one in. The bride is the one that has the word within her, is the one that has that word of eternal life. They are the ones that have the fountain that is running unto eternal life. When any man shall drink from this well, they shall have the same fountain. That is why you and me should obey all things because this word that was given, it is the same gospel that was dripping with blood, that the blood of the Matthias of Jesus Christ, you and me are to be the ones that shall prove that they did not die for nothing. Look at John Huss, look at Paul, look at John the Baptist, look at John the Revelator, look at Peter, look at all the reformers, look at all the saints, look at how they died. Did they die for nothing? You and me are given to perfect all of those people. Saints are we the ones to carry the proof of the gospel that has been running through the ages, the gospel that has been running through time. Are we the ones to prove that all things were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made obey his voice today when you hear his word add in not your hearts for there is time this is time that the obedience is required the criteria and the characteristic that the bride shall be seen with it is only the obedience on the voice of the spirit any man who heareth these words and do with them. I will liken him unto a man who built his house upon a rock. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said. It is not just hearing saints. It is not just bringing, taking that scripture and recognizing another scripture that links to it. It is the voice of revelation. It is echoing again in the heart of the people. It is tearing up the bride to awaken to reality. It is the one that's calling those who claim to be awakened. It is awakening those who are awake. It is bringing repentance to those who have repented. It is, giving, it is giving us an opportunity to be saved and prove our salvation by the obedience of his way. Oh, Saints, obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, when obedience has matured, this obedience, let me tell you this, the same way, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. The Lord, when he established the church of Ephesus, it had to be a yin and a yang. Amen. If you know the yin yang sign, the white side has a black dot in it. I can say this is the church of Ephesus. The black side has a white dot in it. This is the church of Laodicea. Because in the church of Ephesus, there was little error and more light. And now in the church of Laodicea, there is more error and little light. So it is, it, is, it is complete in the same cycle. I tell you, when the Lord did this, it is the Chinese ticket. It has to tell you, it has yes, to dust pale. Yes, he has to see one. My goodness. Saints, oh, oh my God. He established this first one so that he can bring the last. Amen. Now, for the vindication and the fulfillment, the proof of the first one is depending on the last one. Oh, my. my, 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 my. Now that we have come to the time, the fullness of times, Hallelujah. where the restitution of all things, saints, the scripture said, when the voice of the seventh angel 
shall begin to say, the mystery of God shall be finished. Yes, sir. There is no mystery that we are looking forward to. The mystery of God is finished. And now it is finished within the bride. Amen. Now when the bride recognizes, recognizes who she is, she will take the flight. Hallelujah. Because that way is within her. Amen. Oh. I believe it's Psalms, Psalms chapter 42, if I'm not mistaken. Hallelujah. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Saints, it has to go through all scripture. Amen. All scripture. Yes, well, I just hope I can find the best. I just hope I can find the best. The only one speaking within her. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. I just hope I can find it. Oh, oh. Oh my, oh my, oh my. This scripture says, For God is within her, and she shall never fall. <laughs> Or is it 46? Oh my, oh my. Do some red. Oh my. Oh my. Yes. Let me see. Let me see. Saints, I'm. Let me talk a little bit. Amen. Can I make it a fuman? I read it a long time ago. I, I just hope I find it. I just hope I find it. I just hope. It says, for God is within him. Put it. Lean in God's body for God. Lean in God's body for God. Amen. Oh, my. Lean in God's I know. I know. Lean in God's body. Lean in God's body. Lean in God's body. Lean in Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes, there it is. There it is. There it is. I want to read it from this one. I want to read it from this one. Again. Hear it. Give you 46, chapter 46. Amen. Hear it. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river, <laughs> the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. The heathen raised, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our, is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of our Lord, what desolation he has made in the earth. He maketh war to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am your God. 
that I am God. I will, I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Amen. The God of Jacob is our, is our refuge. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There is a river. Amen. Amen. With the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. This is the same river that shall flow in the new Jerusalem. Amen. In the top of the headstone of this pyramid, there shall only be one source of water, which is the river of God. And it is flowing in the midst of the bride right now. There shall not be anything that we need. The God of heaven is our refuge. The Lord of hosts, the maker of heavens and the earth. He is our refuge. He is in our midst. We know that we shall not be moved. Amen. It does not matter. Come hell. Come whatever come. There's no kind of a storm that can draw us apart. There is a love divine that is holding us together. Because we are hold and shown together by the voice of the spirit. That is calling our mistakes and bringing us to pass. It is bringing it to pass. And God, it is the only one that shall account for you and me. Because we hear his word and he is the only one that shall be able to account for his own word. Saints, may the God of glory bless you. I believe I did not waste your evening, saints. I just hope that you found a little, a little more, a little more to add to your faith, to add to what you have been, we have been hearing all this week. May God bless you, saints. God bless you in the Sabbath.